coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio in Woodstock, Georgia. This is Fearless Formula with Sharon Klein. And welcome to Fearless Formula on Business Radio X, where we talk about the ups and downs in the business world and offer words of wisdom for business success. I'm your host, Sharon Klein, and today on the show, we have the owner of The Kelly Agency with 11 years experience with Alpha Insurance. You're a three-time All-Star Award winner as well. Please welcome Sherry Kelly. Thank you so much, Erin. You're welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. It's funny because we're sort of like friends from my old sort of life. So um, you were my very first customer I that I wrote, <laughs> Sharon, 11 years ago. Wow, I've known you that long. It's kind of cool, actually. When I think about it, you know, lots happened in 11 years, yes. <laughs> especially awards. What do these awards mean? I mean, that was pretty cool. Those are just um, sales goals that Alpha each year. Set out in um, mainly production. Oh, wow. And um, you get rewarded very nicely. One's a trip for your family. They will pay for your family to go, and one's for a spouse. Oh, where'd you go? So usually the beach oh, is nice. the summer trip with the family. Oh. And then um, different locations, like Las Vegas is this year, big cruises, things of that nature. They are a wonderful, wonderful company to work for. Oh, I'm happy to hear that. You deserve that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because we were talking earlier about what it's like. I mean, I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time, and I know you kind of did similar things. And what is it like to start your own agency? Like, how did that come about? Well, let's see. It was an interesting story. Yeah. I guess back in 08 or 10 when everything kind of blew up. Yes, the housing market. I had a really, really great job, a job shared. I was able to work about 10 days a month. Sold paper. Okay. People found that very interesting because the office. Yes. You're <laughs> <laughs> a paper company. Everybody's like, you're like the office. I'm like, very much. <laughs> so um, honestly, I just had to find a job, gotcha. to be completely honest. But I was also rounding 40. Right. And I really wanted to do a job where I, number one, felt like I could Make a difference in people's lives. Number two, sustain it for the remainder of my career. <laughs> for sure. And I didn't want to start over at 50. Right. You know? So insurance was definitely something that came up. And I did interview with several different companies. And Alpha was just the perfect fit for me. Well, you know, it's funny you talk about what sustaining. I mean, what else is <laughs> sustaining like insurance? <laughs> you know? So, all right. So you start you started, how did you get, you just sort of became under the umbrella of Alpha? I did. So one of the, when I interviewed, um, you have to get your license. So sure. I did all those credentials and then um, form an LLC. So all of this was totally new to me. I thought me a business owner, <laughs> no way, but it has, it has been wonderful. But um, so I started, yeah, I started that. And then um, Alpha is like a captive insurance company like a state farm, all state. Um, you have other independent agents that are brokers. I do write other business bes other than Alpha. Yeah. But that is our that's my bread and butter. Got you. So what do you I mean when we talk about someone kind of opening the door to a whole new world, <laughs> what were some of the surprises that you encountered? Lots. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear them, or some of them. It's, you know, just 
business being a new business owner in general was overwhelming well, to say the least. And then each in with each insurance company, everybody has their own like wheelhouse. So not every person would fit Alpha. Oh, I got you. Okay, you know, you so there's there's different things for different people, but but I just love the people. Mm. I just love being in the community. Being able, I've been able to help lots of my customers when they have had crisis. I mean, big crisis, life changing crisis, losing a family member, losing your home, losing your job. You know, so. I really, it fulfills my heart, not only as a job, but I do honestly consider them part friends and part of my family. Right, because you do auto and home and life and business slash commercial. Yes. Yeah, which covers yep. lots of aspects of life, yes. I guess. <laughs> kind of all the important yes. things. So what is that like for you to kind of be the person that they call in moments of, you know, unbelievable stress and like crises, like it, you're saying, what's that like? It, well, the, it is awesome feeling to be able to know that you can tell them with a hundred percent confidence it's going to be okay. Oh. We are going to take care of you. I promise. In those moments, <laughs> that must be like a lifeline, yes. you know, and like something that'll sustain you through when yes. you're having stress like that. I mean, it's like. As recently, when everyone, you know, a lot of people were having the best of pipes and things of that nature. And, I mean, two stories, gone for a week. You come home. Your whole home is destroyed. I mean, but being able to say, get a hotel, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we, I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. And then, sadly enough, delivering a life policy. Oh, wow. When you've lost a loved one can completely change their path of life. Because they are devastated. And, you know, if it's the breadwinner, or it doesn't even matter who it is. Mm-hmm. They've lost someone super, super close to them. And this provides them the promise to go on. And that is insurance. You're selling a product that you cannot see. You're really selling a promise. Right. That's so interesting, too. You're right. Sort of like you're going to be there for me, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do you feel like you're never off? Never off, but that's okay. But that's okay. <laughs> we talk about this on the show a lot, what it's like to have, you know, social media, but also, you know, in your industry specifically, any time of day, weekends, holidays does not matter. What is that like to balance your life with? Do you balance? How about how about that? Do you balance your life that way? <laughs> you really do. It, it is difficult at times because everybody needs to take, a, take care of their own self, but I'm never off. Do you can you put can you put boundaries down? Like, okay, we're going to dinner, and I'm not going to answer this phone or whatever. Yes, yes. Oh, that's good. I always do that, but you always check <laughs> as soon as you get back in the car. <laughs> What's it like to be a business owner when you kind of go all the way back to before you started this? Can you kind of compare how different your life feels? Oh, it's. Far more rewarding now. Oh, that's so interesting. Far more rewarding. Yes. It must feel like you are doing something so good for people. So it's like sustaining, emotionally sustaining, I guess. Correct. And it's hard. I mean, you know, there's 
Let's be honest. We're yeah. di- we're in an inflationary <laughs> crisis. I can't, I can't go to the grocery store as much as I used to. <laughs> and insurance is is the same. You know, you think people get really upset when they get their new rates or so forth. But what you have to remember is cars, a bumper for a vehicle is not the same bumper. It mm-hmm. was in 85. It's got backup cameras. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's already expensive. And then the auto industry repair shops, you know, they've, they have absorbed increases as far as paint, chemicals, pro- Material, anything. So then that comes, it, it is a true trickle down, trickle down bad. So it's not, it's not like you're saying I'm just increasing because I would like to go on vacation with my husband at yes. the end of the year. You're saying this is actually across the board. Yes. Everything's increasing. Absolutely. And people get upset about it. Yeah, because it is expensive. And, you know, everybody is trying to manage the best they can. Like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. the grocery store, the Everything, mm-hmm. vacation, <laughs> yeah, everything. So when they're on on a set income or they're used to paying this set amount each month, and then all of a sudden, fifty, sixty, it's huge yeah. impact on them. So how do you you just assure them then that this is just the way it is? It's like not just me; it's across the board. It and- is absolutely. It's the world we live in. Unfortunately, do you feel like people are not? Um, insuring their items or life like they should. I don't know. Did I say that correctly? You did. Okay. Yes. (laughs) That very succinct answer. Oh, no. That's upsetting. You know, because think about it. You're on the road and you just have like, okay, well, in order for you to have your tag renewed, you have to have insurance. And so are are people not doing what they should be doing then? I I honestly feel people are just underinsured and general um with these cost of things you know um you've got to make sure if you're at an at fault accident that you maybe you hit you rear in someone that rear in someone mm. you've got two cars if you're driving on state minimums you know you you have to really protect yourself if you own a home or anything because unfortunately another world we live in are it's really easy to dial one eight hundred. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, no, I mean that's actually very good advice because I'm I'm assuming that if you really can't afford a really huge policy, you will just go with the minimum. But it may not be enough to really make an impact on what you need. It, it's and liability is is inexpensive for what could happen. It's it's worth the protect the money for the extra protection. Wow. Interesting. Okay. I should be looking at my policy (laughs) shortly. (laughs) So, you know, starting your own business and, you know, the show's Fearless Formula. So how did you combat sort of the, um, I don't know, natural sort of unsure feeling people have when they start a new adventure? Lots of prayer, Sharon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I really believed in the company and, and the opportunity and what it would could mean for me and my my family, to be honest. But it was scary. I can only imagine. It was very scary going somewhere. I really hadn't. I had zero experience. Did you learn mostly on the job, or did you have to go through a lot of training? We did have a lot of training, but there's no training like I know, right? Diving in, yeah. And so, I'm still learning. There's a <laughs> lot. 
There is a lot. Well, what are the cities that you serve? I think it's not just obviously Cherokee County. I can sell for the whole state of Georgia. Oh, look at only you. the state of Georgia. But my main, you know, I grew up in Smyrna, so I'm from Cobb County. So my main base is Cobb and Cherokee. Got you. A lot in Forsyth, but mainly Cobb and Cherokee. I saw that you went to Kennesaw State University. I did stalk you slightly. I did. <laughs> you went to Kennesaw State University. So did I. So we are fighting owls together. Yeah. <laughs> show I did earlier today, they were a fighting owl. I'm like, look, it's a little family here at this Miss Radio X. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what do you think is the biggest misconception in your industry? I think people kind of touch them back. I think people don't realize the value of it. They a lot of people, like you always hear, I always pay for this and I never use it. <laughs> you know, I'm paying for something. I never use it. I don't really need that until you really need Until you really need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's important to note because I feel the same sometimes. I'm like, uh, you know, I've never made a claim on this or that. So, Right. But yeah, you're right. There is a good feeling in knowing it's there. And just knowing what you have. I think a lot of people, when I say underinsured, you know, people update their homes, add on a garage, finish their basements. That's something I didn't even think of. You're right. And so my job as an agent to do my job well is to make sure I touch those policyholders on their renewals, their homes, autos, go over the coverage, make sure they understand, you know, if they don't, if they get in an at-fault accident and they don't have a rental car. I mean, you know, you just need to go over the little things because, again, People may just, a lot of people assume is part of it. So everybody just needs to be aware Informed. of what's available. Got yes. You. Man, that just makes me think what I need. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm thinking, do I know all of the answers to these things that you're saying? The answer would be no, I don't. <laughs> all right. So um, I also wanted to ask you, what do you think some of your sort of mistakes or things that you wish you knew sort of when you got started what what do you wish you could have told yourself in the beginning work smarter not harder (laughs) (laughs) better value of my time like I wish I would have dove straight into community events then but you're scared you're new you don't have that confidence sure. to go in and run the chamber, you know, or, or whatever it may be. But I I really, really regret. But now my first office was in Roswell, which was not in my community. Oh, And okay. I feel like it is so important to be a part of your community. Be seen. Be seen. And I try to do a lot more of that. But I wish I would have been... A little bit more proactive. Yeah, that just way. not just not as fearful. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> you're on the right show. <laughs> well, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with Sherry Kelly of the Kelly Agency, Alpha Insurance. Um, so what do you do in the community now that you feel like you're in the right spot? Well, I'm involved with Cherokee Family, the Violence Center, and um, try to help them a lot. They do so much for these families in transition. And um, that's really been where I have focused my most of my time. And I really try to help within my book. You mean when, things that your wheelhouse of things that you Like know? my book of customers. Oh, I So got you. like if, if 
when I feel their when I hear their needs. Oh, so you're I looking really, out for people. I really I really try and help in those ways as well. Well, that must be very rewarding as well because yes. you do have power. Yes. You know, in your I am power. <laughs> Just you are power. I can hardly handle it here in the studio. <laughs> so what do you do for sales and marketing? Do you market yourself? How do you make it all work? I have someone that helps me with my Facebook. And um, we do a lot in within the office. Gotcha. And also, I have a couple billboards coming. I used to do the billboards. Okay. And um, I kind of stepped away from it, and then there was not a lot of availability, but there's some availability coming back up. And I just think it's important to be seen. People know what you do. Right. Your picture yes. is on there. That's not really great. but <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. That's what, oh, my God. <laughs> no, you're, like, so beautiful. But also, I like that you are talking about how the value of investing money this way, because I remember seeing your billboards, like, on 575, I want to yes. say. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Man, I just had a flash of it. Um, but how do people tell you I saw you on a billboard? Yes. Oh, then it's worth it. Yes. And they're like, I didn't realize that that's what you did. Or, you right. know, when the kids were younger, you would see people with, you know, activities or sports or whatever, and you get to know them that way. But they're like, I had no clue, you know? Well, it's not like you lead with that everywhere with right. all of the, your interactions. Right. Although when you do have a product like you do, pretty much anybody could be your customer, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> How do you? Everybody needs their, every, everyone needs insurance. Some type, yeah. Yes. So how would I, I'm trying to think because the world is like how I see it. So I'm like, in my mind, <laughs> how would I approach this? Because really it, it must be a challenge to kind of not always be selling I guess. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of agents, you know, oh. so a lot of times people, you know, they have family, friends and all of that. And I'm not a high pressure sales. I'm not. It either. I would love to help you. I work for a wonderful company. We have great rates, but it's not. some people aren't even comfortable friends doing business. You know, some people don't like to do business with friends, ironically. Oh, I got to think about that. And that, you know. People have different feelings. You know, I go to a networking meeting here in Woodstock um, on Thursday mornings, and we talk a lot about that, about how everyone's there representing their business, but then you get to know them almost on a friend level, and I would trust them more than I would just anyone. You know, right. so I would assume that you would have the same sort of, I don't know, um, interactions with people, is that especially because you've been in the industry so long, you're not really a fly-by-night kind of agency where you're just looking to get this policy money and then you're right you close you know well most of my business is referrals oh well i mean that's cool yes. to know yes yes so that's like the biggest compliment i can have oh. <laughs> you know i mean if, if they trust me enough to send their family and friends that means the world to me if you could where where do you see yourself going if you if you could kind of craft your perfect i don't know goal what would it be well, I hope to finish out and retire, you know. I've got point. a while. <laughs> Let's don't talk about that. <laughs> no, but like this is what you'd like to be doing. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is I will continue to do it. I really enjoy it. Oh, that I think that's awesome. And I, again, I think it's just so kind how you are looking out for people even beyond what sort of the standard agent would do. Right. So, how many people work in your office? I currently I have two. 
So you have two employees? Yes. Well, so you're the boss. <laughs> do you have and I'm a main one. <laughs> I don't see that at all. We do not lie here on Business Radio. No, but, but seriously, it's kind of cool. I imagine that you're like a boss that way. Yes. It's, it's, it's weird. It's a hard role for me. Why because is that? I am a doer. Okay. And so to give instruction and pass on, it, and that's one thing that I have learned. I'm doing a better job at it because in the beginning, it's just, oh, I can do it. It's just easier for me to do it. Well, it's not. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's far more efficient when you have boundaries and, and things to do and you're far more productive. So I have that problem. Too. I mean, I do. It's like, well, I don't know if they're going to do it right, so I think I'll just do it because I know it's going to get done right, which means I have control issues. (laughs) Well, I think that's my problem. But do you you do trust these people that you work with? Absolutely. So, how did you find them? Actually, both of them I have known for one. I met through the community when my daughter was in middle school, and the other I grew up with. Oh, that's great! So I've known her since middle school. So it feels kind of like family anyway. Yes. Aw, I love it. <laughs> no, but it's nice because when you have Girl relationships. Oh, is, it all, is it all women in there? Oh, geez. <laughs> Good for you. No, but like when you have relationships like that, these are people you trust and know. Yes. So you haven't had to go through the LinkedIn sort of route of our hiring or Indeed or whatever. To I have people. not. I've been fortunate. Not that I have looked because I'm looking to, to build. I would love to add another employee at some point well that's great yeah i'm not that expensive i'm just kidding (laughs) what would you say is your biggest challenge then is it balancing your sort of work and home or is it um i don't know managing growth or competing with other companies are they all (laughs) it's 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 all but i think the work-life balance is the hardest for sure it's hard i left there at seven you know last night i've been there after seven, you know, but that's what it takes to take care of it. And, and it's my business. Mm-hmm. So like your baby. I feel like that's my job. That's your, um, your, what do they call it? Like your brand, I guess. Yes. And so you're promoting the brand. I get that. But yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that. Like I've called you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to go too personal, but I have called you and texted you and been like, oh my gosh, John. I mean, all of my kids have had some kind of accident. I've had an accident. I backed into. So I guess I'm just saying it's like you never know when that's all going to come to you. Right. So. And they, we do have a customer service on after hours if for some reason, you know, I didn't get it. But to me, they want, I feel like you probably wanted to hear from me. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you know? You, you hold hands a lot of people, I guess, like you have for me. I mean, let's talk about what that's like, too, because considering I did a story um, for CNN about the police here in, in Canton and um, interviewed them for a, a while. And I did like some ride alongs with them. And it was really interesting to hear what it's like for them to be always interacting with people under stressful circumstances. And so they had this program called coffee with a cop, which was just like meet the police officers under, you know, a non-stressful scenario. And it brings out a different energy with people. You know, when you're just having coffee and speaking to police officer, you're not getting a ticket, you know, in that moment or whatever else happens. But um, yeah, I'm imagining that's what it's like for you. So these networking things that you do must be really important. Yes. It's, it's very, it is just to, 
hear the need. People people need stuff. Yeah, so and then, and unless you're really out there actively selling, how would you know if you're meeting all the needs that right. someone has? Right. And there's so many questions with insurance. People people just automatically assume it's a scam. I hate to say that on the radio. <laughs> really? But you know, because like I said, they're like I've never had it. Why is it so expensive? Why is mine going up? I drive an older car. I mean, it's, and I get all of it. And I always tell people, I am a consumer as well. And Mm -hmm. it is tough. And I will help you any way that I can, even if it's with someone else, truthfully. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, that's very kind as well, that you're not just in it for the dollars. Like, you're my customer. You can't leave. Right? I would never. <laughs> not <kidding>. really. <laughs> so I have a question then. What? Who's your ideal customer? Our ideal customer is someone who owns a home, has a couple of autos, um, has an umbrella policy. God, do I have an umbrella policy? I don't know if I have an umbrella policy. Can't stand this. Umbrellas are are very, very important, especially with teenage drivers or if you have, um, you know, a pool and you have people over a lot and if someone, you know, it's just it's just that extra layer of protection for very minimal amount. All right. I have shame asking you this question, but what exactly is an umbrella policy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I do not know the answer to this. Like but I've the, heard of it. Well, but shame on me. I haven't told you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's your fault. I love this moment. This is a great moment. So an umbrella is a additional liability. It's additional liability coverage. Okay. So say you have an auto accident and there's a lot of injuries and you're at fault or whatever the case may be. If the bodily injury or whatever is tapped out on your auto policy, that is where your umbrella would kick in. Okay. And they start at a million, a million dollars umbrella. They start at a million? Like it's a million dollar additional on top. Wow. And it it covers your home as well as your auto, whatever underlying policies. Well, dang. How often do people need these umbrella policies? You would be surprised. <laughs> really? Yes, they're very important. Yes. Girl, all of a sudden I'm terrified. Not leaving here without an umbrella before I sign some documents. No, but like that's important for me. I don't know. I, am I average? I have no idea what people know and don't know. So right. I, really, I yeah. appreciate you explaining. People, most people don't know. You know, that's the truth. They, they, they know what they have to have. You know, you have to have insurance job. You know, they'll, but they don't really know. What the coverages necessarily stand for. What would you recommend for someone who really doesn't have, and I'm kind of speaking for myself, a really clear understanding of exactly what I should have? Do you think just giving you a call would be the best way? That would be awesome. I would be happy to talk to anyone, regardless if they're my customer or not, because I, I think to be informed is... Knowledge is power, right? For sure. <laughs> well, clearly. <laughs> so, I mean, you just, I think people, especially young people that come off, you know, their parents and they're going on their own, they don't really know mm-hmm. unless their parents have really sat down with them. And there are a lot of people who have really done a great job with these young adults coming. Right. They really know what they need. And that's hopeful. It isn't is. It? <laughs> it really is. 
I'm really impressed with some of them. I'm like, well, <laughs> well, how did the pandemic affect your business? Did did the pandemic affect your business? It actually did not impact my business. Well, it it did, but I lost some because people lost their jobs and they just had no choice than mm-hmm. to to shop, which is everyone's right. So I did lose a lot, but in the same fashion. People still, you still have to have your, have your autos covered and your homes covered. And the pandif- pandemic was just a awkward, it was a hard time for sure. so many. And I'm thinking that people worked from home a lot too. So their houses got impacted, I'm sure, in different ways. Yes. And we, we cut a lot of mileage. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> you oh, know, that's like, a good point. Yeah, I didn't drive down changing, anymore, yeah. Yep. Changing mileage, you know, that would help them save some. We would try and just reevaluate their policies and make any changes we could to help them during that time. That's so good to know. All right. So let's talk about what you are not afraid of anymore after having gone through starting your own business and 11 years later and awards later <laughs> and pandemic later. <laughs> What are are there things that you are not afraid of anymore? I'm not afraid of a lot. I'm really, really not afraid. Why be afraid? You got to try, right? If I wouldn't have tried this, and I did, kind of, you know, I had to. I needed a job. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it really got started. But, um, gosh, you're always af- afraid of some type of failure. You know, yeah, of course. But I'm I'm not afraid. Yay! <laughs> what advice do you have for some people out there who may be considering starting something like your business? What would you recommend for them to do? Go for it! Absolutely, go for it. I think working for yourself, having that freedom, because even I say I'm not off, and you, you, there's a lot of flexibility. You know, you're, you're your own boss. Yes. You don't answer to anybody, really. Absolutely. And it is, it's the American dream, right? True. And you, you do touch a lot of the American dreams with homes and cars and, you know, businesses. And so you do kind of have a hand in everyone's American dream as right. well as your own, which is kind of cool. Very good. What? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! A <laughs> good moment. <laughs> I'm so glad it's live at this moment. There are many times where I'm like, wait, what was I going to ask you? Anyway. <laughs> well, Sherry Kelly, how can people get in touch with you? Well, I am located down off Old Highway 5, down by the post office, if, if anyone is out and about. But most of the time, people just go to my website, and you can just do, it's Alpha Insurance forward slash Sherry Kelly. And I'm on Facebook and Instagram and all that good fun stuff. And it's Sherry with a C. A lot of people think it's Cherry. Oh, it's not Cherry Kelly. <laughs> it's not as Cherry. But it happens a lot, but I do answer to it. So, yes, <laughs> I'm right here in Canton. So I would love the opportunity to speak with anyone. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so grateful that you got to spend some time with me, not in a stressful situation. Me too, me too. Because <laughs> we never really sit down and talk about these things. So, you know, I'm always kind of like, oh, no, this bad thing happened. Help. So right. I appreciate your time and kind of giving me a little bit of more of an insight on under a very calm scenario, yes. what it's like to be you. Oh, well, you're so sweet. Thank <laughs> you so much. You're welcome. And thank you all for listening to Fearless Formula on Business Radio X. 
And this is Sharon Klein reminding you that with knowledge and understanding, we can all have our own fearless formula. Have a great day.